Rhema for Today Radio. But he was ministering only as any man could, anointed by the Holy Ghost. Now that has to be right. Because Jesus, if it isn't right, if he worked miracles or received miracles by some power that was inherent in him as being the Son of God, then we, he would not have told us that we could do the works he did. But Jesus plainly said, Verily, verily, I said to you, he that believeth on me. Do you believe on him? He said, the works that I do shall he do also. Well, then if he was working anything or doing anything or receiving anything by any power that was inherent in him as being the Son of God, that statement would be a misstatement. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Power Gifts of the Spirit, on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Then thirdly, you do not receive ordinary general answers to prayer with this manifestation of faith, with the gift of faith. In other words, we all know that you're saved by faith. We all know that you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost by faith. We all know that you get answers to prayer by faith because Jesus said, you know what, things ever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them, doesn't he? And many of us have received many answers to prayer just through faith. I mean, before we ever got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But you see, if you got answers to prayer like financial needs met, even healing for your body by your own faith, that's one, one way to receive healing, you see. Healing for your body by your own faith, financial need met, prayer answered, you see, whatever it might be, from a posted stamp to a thousand dollars or whatever it is, you see, that answer does come to you because you believe God and by faith, but that is not this gift of faith in operation. Now, let me show you why. For the simple reason that if the gift of faith had to be operated to get an answer to prayer or for you to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost or to receive healing for your body or to receive a, a, a financial need met or any other need, then... You could never get your prayers answered until after you got saved and then after you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. See? And yet a lot of us, before we ever do anything about the baptism of the Holy Ghost, receive healing for our bodies, didn't I? I did, by faith in God's Word, God's promise, you see. And then not only that, but then everybody, even who has the baptism of the Holy Ghost, would never then be able to exercise faith for an answer to prayer or an answer for financial needs to be met are, are praying themselves, exercising faith for healing, they never would be able to do that ever, even spirit-filled people could, because all of them will not have this gift. Because he said to one is given the word of knowledge, to another, faith. See? You know, and Paul, when he summed this up at the end of the chapter, you know, he said, are all workers of miracles? In other words, does everybody have this gift of working of miracles? No. Do all have the gifts of healings? Well, the answer is no. Well, you could add to it then. Do all have this gift of faith? The answer is no. So then, you see, everybody, if, if you got your prayers answered by the gift of faith, this spiritual gift of faith, then everybody couldn't get their prayers answered. And yet we are all encouraged to pray, and we're all encouraged to believe God when we do pray. Isn't that right? So I call that faith general faith. I call that faith a saving faith, a common faith that all believers have that can be increased by feeding it on the Word of God and exercising it in the arena of life. 
see? And therefore, you can have an ever-increasing faith. But this is something else. It is a supernatural manifestation, praise God, of special faith. The gift of faith then is distinct also, now let me say this, from the working of miracles, though both of them produce miracles. One of them is active and the other is passive. Working of miracles is active because notice the word working, active. But the gift of faith doesn't work but passively receives. In other words, the difference between the working of miracles and the gift of faith is that one does, the other receives or enjoys things. For instance, Daniel in the lion's den received a miracle. Oh, somebody said, well, yeah, but they said the angel of the Lord shut that lion's mouth. I know it, but it said Daniel believed God. Doesn't it? It talks about Daniel's faith there. It said Daniel believed God. Well, now, in those days, and you can read right on down through history, they were just great Christians that were thrown to the lions, and the lions eat them. Isn't that right? Why didn't they eat Daniel? Well, there's no doubt about it, but what God gave him special faith, a special manifestation here to receive deliverance. See, he didn't do anything. He didn't shut the lion's mouth. Old Daniel just laid down and went to sleep. Brother, that's faith, isn't it? That's passive. That isn't active. Yet he received a miracle. You see, Jesus was exercising this gift of faith when he went to sleep in the hinder part of the ship on a pillar when the storm was on. He wasn't bothered. He was sleeping, wasn't he? Well, somebody said, well, yeah, but that was Jesus. Well, now, wait a minute. Jesus never did do anything except by the power of the Holy Ghost. You see, he stripped of himself of what power he had as the Son of God. And as we've pointed out many times in these lessons, he was just as much the Son of God before the Holy Ghost came on him and anointed him after his baptized of John as he was beforehand. And yet the Bible tells us that he never had worked any miracle. See? But he was ministering only as any man could, anointed by the Holy Ghost. Now that has to be right. Because Jesus, if it isn't right, if he worked miracles or received miracles by some power that was inherent in him as being the Son of God, then we, he would not have told us that we could do the works he did. But Jesus plainly said, Verily, verily, I said, you, he that believeth on me. Do you believe on him? Amen. He said, The works that I do shall he do also. Well, then, if he was working anything, or doing anything, or receiving anything, by any power that was inherent in him, as being the Son of God, that statement would be a misstatement. See what I mean? We couldn't do it. But if he was just as a man, anointed by the Holy Ghost, then certainly, under the inspiration and anointing of the Holy Ghost, then believers could do the same thing. Well, now, here the storm was on. Jesus was asleep. He wasn't bothered about the storm. Daniel laid down and slept right in the face of danger. You'll find out that that's where the gift of faith primarily works, is, and we'll, we'll some others, but I mean for an individual, in the individual life, is in the face of danger. You can see that all through the Old Testament as well as in the, in the face of danger. A, a calmness that's beyond the natural. Now see, we all believe God, and we have a certain amount of faith, you know, we believe God, but yet there comes this calmness that that, that just comes into us, that pervades our very inner being, and, and you just simply, uh, well, you just simply know that's all there is to it. And so, the working of miracles 
employs active faith that actively works a miracle. But the gift of faith employs active faith that passively expects a miracle as a sustained or a continuous miracle. In other words, when the gift of faith is in operation, there may not be anything seen. There may not be anything acted at the moment at all. It'll carry over a long period of time. You see, uh, it was by the gift of faith that the patriarchs of old would, would lay hands upon their children and pronounce blessings or curse upon them, and they'd come to pass sometimes years later. But you see, it produced continuous action. The gift of faith is a supernatural endowment by the Spirit, whereby that which is uttered or desired by man or spoken by God shall eventually come to pass. The human or divine miracle, utterance or miracle, assurance, curse, blessing, or a creation or a destruction, a removal or an alteration. But it'll come when it's been spoken by this gift. I know in my own individual life, I've always been one to act upon the scriptures. But, uh, and act upon God's word and believe God and believe according to that scripture. But then I'm conscious of times of this other faith coming. And it doesn't bother me a bit in the world when I, whether I see anything or I don't, I'll just laugh right in the face of it. Because I know that the word was spoken. I know it has to be. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Sort of like Smith Wigglesworth said, he said in his own life, and incidentally, it is this spiritual, this special faith that's used in raising the dead. That's the manifestation of it. And uh, they were under his ministry, three different people raised from the dead. And I'll tell you, it's sort of like Smith Wigglesworth said, you'll find very often that if you'll make a step of faith and use your own faith that you as an individual Christian have, when you come to the end of that faith, very often this faith will take hold of you. This supernatural faith will take hold of you. The reason it hasn't with a lot of folks, they never use what they got first. Well, I'm thoroughly convinced. I know a minister and his wife down in the state of Texas, Assembly of God minister, uh, that uh, actually uh, he was sick in bed. The, uh, there was an evangelist there holding a meeting at the time, and, and, and this evangelist was praying, and his wife was praying with him. He'd been terribly ill and just about dead. And, and this evangelist said, I'm just as dead certain. His wife never did say anything. But the evangelist said, I'm just dead certain, just as sure as I can be, that the man died, that the pastor died. Because he said, I couldn't find any pulse about him, and I couldn't find any heartbeat or any respiration about him. And I've seen people dead, being a preacher and a pastor through the years, and been there when they died. And, and I'm convinced that in the nighttime up here, about between 2 and 4 o'clock in the morning, that this pastor died. But he said, about the minute he died, his wife was kneeling right there, said, she just rose up. She had been praying quietly, no outcry from her. Said, she just rose up. And this, this evangelist said, I watched the Assembly of God evangelist. said, I watched that Assembly of God pastor's wife. She wasn't a minister. But said, I knew the Lord was on. She didn't look. Said, there was a glory about her. And that little old woman pulled him out. And he said, I just watched. She pulled her husband, about twice as big as her, out of bed, stood him up like a stick of wood and said, walk in the name of Jesus. And he started breathing walking. Now, brother, that's beyond ordinary faith, isn't it? How many folks have you done that with? You're listening to Rama Ford Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
you can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. This package consists of the mini-book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Learning How to Flow with the Holy Spirit of God. The next resource in this package is Kenneth E. Hagan's four-CD series entitled, Spiritual Gifts, The Power Gifts of the Spirit. This is the second volume of a three-volume set. Last but not least is Ken Hagan's mini-book entitled, The Key to the Supernatural. These great resources are at the special price of $19.95. That's $11.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, I want to thank all of you that help us to keep this program going. We call you Word Partner Club members. And you say, well, what is a Word Partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us regularly and somebody that sends in an offer at least one time a month to help yes. support Raymond. Somebody says, well, I can't give very much. Hey, it's not the amount. If everybody does what they can when it gets here, we are able to put that's this program right. all over the world. In that's fact, right. as we travel all over yes. the world... People come up to us and tell us that they watch the the program, and you're a part of that. You may never travel anywhere out of the U.S., but somebody's going to come up to you and say, Thank you, because of you, I'm in heaven today. That's That's what's going to happen. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Brother Hagen's life-changing teaching on the power gifts of the Spirit. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Thank you.